friends. Hello and welcome back. I'm Georgia Fraser. It's time for a Mojo Injection, episode 75. Yes, I'm croaky, right? It's been a busy week. It's been a fun week. It's getting cold. We're getting almost festive. I am touring, guys. You know, Christmas is about love and connection and all these amazing things. And I just feel a bit, ooh, when the shops go crazy, 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 like spend money. Yeah, it's tricky. No, I'm not wanting to be a bad humbug, but I just think it's important to remember what our values are. And the highest value we can have is love. And that's what Christmas is about. Um, And that's what this podcast is here to do, to give you more space to practice self-compassion on yourself, to be inspired by the amazing guests and to think about ways that you can attract more love into your life and more um, happiness, less of the kind of heavy energies like judgment and negativity and in our worlds it can constantly be you know these messages and things that get us down it can be so easy to to carry the the heavy stuff when what i want is for this podcast to boost you up and help you to feel lighter at the end so thank you for being here i'm going to keep the intro short this week because yeah I don't think it's that sexy, this croaky voice. <laughs> but um, yeah, lots of exciting things coming up, guys. Um, and it's been just a really good week of um, producing content and meeting people and giving talks and calls and um, spreading, the, spreading the good vibes whenever I can and learning from people, learning from great people. So I was at a talk yesterday um, at Synergy, uh, a gym that I really enjoy and the guys have been really lovely and supportive of my blog there and um, a guy called Ben Coomer who's got a really well-known podcast. Um, I think he's came up number one in the fitness industry and he was talking all about you know lifestyle changes but a lot of that ties in to the work that I do is chat about mindset and um, giving yourself love and that was it was a, a nice reminder and to, to hear of a fresh approach and what I love about this episode is just the passion that comes across from Ash so my guests the lovely I call her Ash you can call her Ashley um, the explore more mum you may know her from her Instagram, lovely Instagram that's Lore More Mum. She's an outdoor and online personal trainer and a content creator and blogger. She offers free copies of workouts in her bio as well, so one to check. Um, and you can get her at the hashtag woman who explore. So if you if you go and have a nosy, um, but I think you're gonna love what Ash has to say. She's all about adventure, bringing in the sort of healthy. Um, our passion there into sort of parenting and life outdoors and self-care and I love her passion for being outdoors and we're talking about arranging a wild swim so I'd love you to put my details at the end of this too but if you want to get involved in that you can drop me a message mommyjojoblog at gmail.com or at jojofraisermojo do you want to do a wild swim do you want to just like get out of our comfort zone Ash and I would love to do that with you so get in touch and we'll get something arranged Right, guys, sit back, relax, and enjoy your weekly mojo injection. Oh, my love. Okay, Ash, thank you for coming, my darling. Hello. Hello, it's lovely to have you here. I'm really excited. (laughs) I like when we say excited because nerves and excitement, I always say if I'm doing like a speaking gig or something out of my comfort zone, I'll be like, I'm so excited, even if I'm feeling like a bit nervous as well. I'm like, yeah, I'm telling my mind I'm really, really excited. Woohoo. And then you trick yourself. That's a good tip for you. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I feel like the two are the same sometimes. Yeah, same feelings. But I always say that because a lot of people will come on the podcast and they'll be like, hmm, a bit nervous about this and I'm like yeah the first couple I recorded I was like breaking it it's like oh but really enjoying it so I was like this is exciting but you do it's a it's a new thing when someone said to me you need to set up a podcast I was just like but what would I do how would I start what would I you know but um just gotta go with it don't you absolutely 100% you just gotta go with your gut and just go for it 100% you're what I call like a go-getter. <laughs> no. I'm the same go-getter. Go for it. Yes, we're the go-getters. Yes. But um, 
it's hard because we all have knocks, right? We all have mm-hmm. issues. And we've spoken earlier about kind of our experiences and things that have shaped us. And mm-hmm. um, we've both had things to deal with. In the, well, we all have things to deal with in the past. And it was really inspiring to, to hear how you've created something through a pain point where you've... Let's talk about self-esteem first, I guess. So yes. you you would say that you've struggled with it? A hundred percent. It's... You know, it's interesting looking at the facade of Instagram. You could probably look at my page and see it's very well put together, but mm-hmm. that's not always the case with me mm-hmm. on the day-to-day. Being a mum, <laughs> setting up a business, working full-time, having the house, having lots of things to do, trying to do my own fitness programme, mm-hmm. it, it's quite a lot. So having all that self-esteem, it's bubbling underneath the surface mm-hmm. a lot, kind of questioning myself a lot. Okay. So what I've been doing the last, I'd say, two years at least, is surrounding myself with the right people mm-hmm. who are then questioning about self-esteem and going, are you really that low about yourself? Are you mm-hmm. sure you're really feeling like that? Mm-hmm. And then I'm realizing what they're seeing and it's starting to change a lot now. So oh. it's like a tipping point, I reckon, next year will be... A bit more positive. Great. Yeah. So when you say the right people, yes. What are the right people for you, and why? Oh, okay. So personal life. My partner. He's an incredible man. So supportive. We are like chalk and cheese, <laughs> but we just completely work with each other. I'm a bit kind of party. Yeah, let's go, go. And he's a bit more reserved and grounded. So we work. And obviously, my son is an incredible human who pretty much is the person that keeps me going all the time. But then in talking about, from the business perspective, a lady called Nikki Hutchinson, she really was the pinpoint in my business where she just like really questioned or got me to ask the questions about where's this business going? What are you trying to achieve with it? Mm-hmm. And basically what's your USP? And so we went through that. It took a couple of months to get there. She got me there and I feel like I'm at the point where I'm confident about the message that I'm sending. It's all about being outdoors. It's about trying to find different forms of fitness. It doesn't always have to be about the gym. Mm-hmm. And trying to fit it into your life, it can work. Trust me, it can work. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling yeah. you. I'm all yeah. feels for that. And Nikki's amazing. And she's been on the podcast and gave some great advice. Um, that fab person. Yeah. She's great. And I think it's really important to have people that can push you and yeah. strip things back and give you a, a level of clarity as well. Totally. You know, it sort of starts with clarity a lot of the time. People say, what do you want? How do you know what you want? And how do you know what sort of beliefs that you've picked up over the years from a parent or a, an ex-partner or, or whatever you, about the life you think you should be living? But mm-hmm. What do you want? Mm-hmm. They're big questions, mm. really big questions that you probably will ask at multiple points in your life. Yes. Things are slowly merging and moving over time and you look back and you think, am I going to be at the same point? Am I asking yeah. the same questions? Yeah, it's, it's quite a lot to think of. But... Um, I would say asking that, what do I want in my life? What do you want in your life? You have to, you do have to ask these big questions. They are quite scary to think about. Sometimes you don't want to, but it will help you start to plan out your goals for this month, this year, five-year plan, 10-year plan. Yeah, and it's hard because it's that balance between mindful living, which I, you know, I was running this morning and uh, I just looked up at the sky and I just kept, uh, you know, my, my downloads, my natural downloads from my mind were saying, look up, look up, you know, enjoy this, yeah. enjoy this moment. But then there's nothing wrong with having a vision for the future and thinking, well, this is what I see, like for me, a sea view. <laughs> and, uh, but that's not saying I can't enjoy a sea view now and I can't go. But then it's not just that I, I like to wild swim. So... I want to be swimming, so if you're an Edinburgh listener, you know, Crown and Portobello are nice, but they're not as clear as, say, North Berwick, and I've got friends in Mm -hmm. North Berwick, and one of them, shout out to Colo, who is um, mentioned in my book, Um, one of my great friends, and he'd wrote a song for me, and I I shouted out about him in my book, but he he lives there, and he sends me videos of him with his coffee on the beach, (laughs) and he's like, Jojo! And we went, uh, he came to see me at Fringe by the Sea and we, we, he said, do you want to jump in after off the pier? And I was like, Colo, my talk is called Jump In, that's the title. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So we jumped in off the pier after my talk and I was so, I've never been so sweaty in my life, right? The, the speaker tent was so hot. But anyway, we jumped in 
And he was like, this is absolutely Baltic. But I was like, no, you build it up. You build the wild swimming up. Um, but it was, <laughs> it was cleaner. So, you know, it's kind of know what's important to you. You know, I, uh, do you want to be in murky water? Now, this could be a metaphor for other things that we're going totally, to talk about. Totally. But it's funny where you, you can come to things. Whereas a year ago, I'd never thought about living somewhere like North Berwick. But now it's on my mind. Whereas you've got, I've got hubs and kids and all that to think about. But it's not, doesn't mean never, but maybe. A hundred percent. I love that part of of Scotland it's just for me I spend a lot of time out there so when you're talking about North Berwick I'm like yes I feel you it's just, you're right it's just so calm and clear and the beaches out there are amazing I actually take my son surfing out there in the oh, summer we amazing. go there quite a lot it's just you're right just taking yourself out of that busy hub which mm-hmm. is Edinburgh and it's amazing and just taking yourself out for the day the weekend can just give you so much clarity oh, yeah. that's pretty much my form of escapism is to head out there plus it's like a microclimate it's always sunny out there isn't it yeah Yeah. well i mean there was a storm but it was sunny first the the, the last time (laughs) not the last time i've been since to swim because i just loved it so much but what other beaches are nice out there like i've heard gillen's Gillen's amazing for swimming yeah yes um you've got bellhaven's popular for uh surfing you've got Mm -hmm. pease bay coldingham's bits further south Uh uh-huh um, but they're all really beautiful. Bellhaven's amazing, especially for the kids because it's quite a soft bay. Okay. So it's just great for hanging out, and there's it's not that busy. Oh really? Yeah, it's not that busy. And the water's just as nice the as the others. Lovely, and you get really? really fast rock, and it's oh, because that is that closer. Do you go past what's that place called Driftwood or that <gasps> amazing cafe, or is it a cafe. restaurant or a I cafe? Love that cafe, yeah, it's a cafe. I love that cafe. Still to go. Big shout out to Drift because I just think it's such an amazing place. Oh. They have such a, an incredible view of Bass Rock and the coast and you're pretty much on a cliff but they've got two shipping containers they've smashed them together uh, and they've just cut a big hole out and it's just really pretty uh, really decent coffee and ooh. a lovely variation of the cakes and whatnot but it's always heaving oh that's the problem <laughs> always, always heaving. It's, it's a view isn't it the view is amazing there's actually a walk that my partner and I took um just on the left of left hand side of Drift Cafe there's like a long private beach and it's just oh really so you can go walking or running there yeah oh yes there's an amazing trail that I've done out there from pretty much where Drift Cafe is out to Tantalan Castle and there's a great it's just that whole area is amazing for running it's Uh really really good for running if you're into trail running as well you can kind of weave in there's um Jump your way that's out there it's oh. perfect for doing out so running out there oh. oh i highly recommend it if you want a day out just oh. get yourself out to that side of uh, edinburgh maybe yeah. we should do like a community thing where we put it out and we all go and we do like a run and then that. we could do a wild swim I, i'm so up for that yeah I'm let's arrange so up for that so arrange you heard it here first guys um yeah i think something like that is really good because it gets people sort of more aware of being outside and the benefits and that's is that always been dear to your heart like can you think what where did this passion to be outside come from i remember being oh gosh i've always been really outdoorsy as a child anyway running and cross country was a thing that i did at school so it's probably been bubbling for a while but i remember being six years old and being in school and looking at a book of the amazon rainforest and it clicked and i was like i'm going to go there one day and i did end up living there for a while and it was just a sense of accomplishment for all that time. You know, it's like kind of a pipe dream when you're a kid oh, wow. to then actually accomplishing it. And How it, old were you when you went out? I So I first went out to South America when I was 20. Um, and I was in Peru, first of all, so it wasn't the jungle. But we did do a weekend trip out there to a place called Iquitos, which oh. was well, near Iquitos. And then I was like, right, I really want to be here. And I just met the right people, it was the right time, and someone invited me out to a project, and it ended up happening. So that that's where like the real passion came from. Mm-hmm. Now, fast forward, I'm back in Scotland, mm-hmm. I can't really go anywhere. So I started to think, well, you know, I did a lot of trips when I was a kid, going up north, it was the thing. If you're born in the late 80s, mm-hmm. like, you would never really do that much kind of exotic travelling. Yeah. I was always heading up north to a caravan or a lodge or something. So I thought, well, maybe I'll just start doing that. It's really quite a chic thing to do now. You've got these amazing bothies, all this really cool stuff out there. So I thought, well, maybe I'll just start 
exploring a bit more of Scotland. Mm-hmm. So you'll probably feel like scroll down my feed is a big chunk of just lots of exploring. Stunning pictures. Just, um, this country offers mm. so much. It really does. So much. And we need to enjoy it more. Totally. Mm. Totally. I mean, I'm all up for like budget trips away and stuff but mm. I mean our country has so much to offer and especially if you're into the outdoors there's mm. so much you can do um that doesn't cost you anything yeah it's free it's nature yeah it's just amazing so lots of hikes and walking stuff and basically at this stage now where my son was probably about three or four and we started doing proper proper hiking mm-hmm. so he's done the cobbler if anyone knows the cobbler it's ben arthur he's done that and um he was with experienced um hikers because it was a couple of years ago and it was proper proper snow <laughs> and there was groups other groups out in that day that were doing uh, like maybe some mountaineering um exped that day but we were out doing our own thing and he was getting high fives from everyone because such a little person how old when he did this four and a half wow so charlie would be like no more i can't even get him to walk up the hill to school in the morning (laughs) but yeah he's just that kid but but i think it's because i've always exposed him to that so Mm -hmm. he's been on a speedboat when i've been wakeboarding he's been out surfing he does mountain biking um may have seen a video that posted the other day of us out Glen Tress for his seventh birthday. We just did a day of mountain biking. So all of that kind of exposure to the outdoors. I don't want him indoors. I want him out. Mm -hmm. And the only way I could do that was to make sure that I looked after my body and I was physically able to take him there. So important. That was a massive motivator for me was to make sure if I'm all right, then he's all right. Yeah. I'm the only one he can really rely on. Yeah. So that's a big motivator for me. So fitness for me... It never really was about just going out and doing a straight hardcore workout. It's about all different types of movement. Mm-hmm. And being outdoors and exploring new things is really great for your brain just to get there out, get some vitamin D. Oh, that's amazing. See isn't new it? places. Yeah, it's, yes. that's living, isn't it? It is, it's living, 100%. It's, it's looking up, you know, it's looking up from the, the screens and the the pressures and the critical thoughts in our heads that sort of get our shoulders dropping yeah yeah it's uplifting it's sensory as well Mm -hmm. i think if you're one of these people that possibly you are someone that works in an office and everything's very monotone it's not very bright and Mm colorful there's probably the same type of smells and air and you're probably in the same type of lighting as well we're getting close to winter so everyone's expecting that kind of dreary dark days coming on but you're kind of in the same environment all day every day but kind of becomes a bit monotonous mm-hmm. and then if you just think about well actually i might just take half an hour an hour of my day mm-hmm. to go and do something outdoorsy maybe in edinburgh and we're lucky in edinburgh that we have so much that we can use as our playground yeah. or just drive half an hour and you're out and you're doing something a bit more sensory, a bit more, you know, exploring a bit more. Great for your brain. And it's mm-hmm. not, you know, take the kids. Mm-hmm. It's it's okay to take the kids. Yeah. Go for, like, a hike or a walk or, like, while swimming, if you think. I'm getting them <laughs> into know? it slowly. And, like, we, we went a long walk the other day. And we, it was windy, though. We were down by the shore. But they did sort of a 5k bit. Charlie had a scooter. He's, he's not, he's very, very active. But I don't know if something's happened where certain places you'd be like, no, put me on your shoulders. And maybe that's, I don't want to blame sorry hubs, but maybe you've put him on the shoulders too much and he's got too used to it. Because <laughs> um, I'll be like, no, we're walking. Uh, no, I I don't know. It's just getting that But If you allow something, then it's it's hard with certain ages, isn't it? Totally. So it's totally trying to get you. them, but it's leading by example as well. So they see you, you know, out running or they see you do stuff. It's almost like another incentive. Yeah. Even when it's so tempting to, to be busy. And, and you said something earlier about, you know, we, we all can find a time. And I agree, you know, we have a lot of hours in the day. And it's just having that reminder of why you need to find a time. It's not putting shame in the equation, saying, oh, you're just lazy or... Um, no, it's not about that. No way. It's, and it's hard because then that can make you think, well, I'm not going. Um, 
but it's it's for your mental health it's for your physical health it's for survival really we need to get away from those screens that are so tempting we need to get out so i think that's quite powerful for your message and the work that you do a hundred percent i think pretty much the couple of things that i hear from i have a kind of intro questionnaire that i have but obviously about how your physical health is but really what your perspective on fitness is so my questions are you know how much of your time you're dedicating to fitness is a priority um and so they can kind of answer that and pretty much the most the most popular thing that comes back is that I just don't have the time. Mm -hmm. So I come out with a calendar mm -hmm. and I say, right, let's find the time. And they're like, oh. And I'm saying it's, it's about being slightly accountable, but then, you know, having it written down, physically mm -hmm. writing it down, I will plan on doing something that you're interested in. If you're into horse riding or into bowling, whatever your thing is, write it down, take mm -hmm. that time out for you, and then start scheduling where you can fit in time now. Yeah. I'm predominantly a single mum, Monday to Friday. Um, I work for time. I have my business on the side. I have a house to run. I find time. I find three times a week that I find time for my fitness. I, I honestly, I promise you, if you write it down and you have a schedule, you can feel like you can fit that time in. How do you find the time personally? So I do. I love working out in the morning. Mm -hmm. I get the post workout endorphins all day so I'm proper my energy is great and I'm feeling amazing so I do it in the morning that's not it for everyone my partner he loves to work out at eight nine o'clock yeah so it's different for everyone um but I love to do it first thing in the morning and I get up earlier than my son will get up in the morning one it's practical for me um but two I just love the fact that it's done out of the way I can focus on other things and yeah. I just feel great and I feel amazing and so I do that at least three times a week I used to run to and from work, but I've torn my Achilles heel. Oh no. So I'm still healing, which is a bummer. Oh. But finding ways around that, uh, not that long ago, um, my son and I were out in playing in the park and a local neighbour had just chucked out an exercise bike and I was like, right, we're taking that. Great. So we've got that in the garage now oh. um, and using that, which is a great alternative uh -huh. for the, the running injury. Um, so yeah, finding ways out for myself, I do. I really generally do. Um, there are some days where I feel like I really don't want to do it. I'm sure yeah. you feel the same. Oh yeah, you still you, get that. There's other things that you want to prioritize. Yeah, of course. You know. And you'll have like super busy weeks, uh -huh. weeks where like you're just your brain's like processing a million things, uh -huh. and there's weeks where you feel like it's just really good flow. But I just do it, and then afterwards, I'm like. Yes, I'm so glad I did that. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure loads of people will tell you that. But once you've done it, you do. You feel great about yourself. I'm sure like today when you were doing your run, mm. but you were just like, yes, I've got that out of the way. I feel really good. Yeah. Had some vitamin D, being outside. It was amazing. But I did have a, right, I really don't have time for this sort of feeling. And then yeah. I, I wasn't even really enjoying the first five minutes because I was just caught up in all that I needed to do. Yeah. And then... About 15 minutes in, maybe 20, I got that, yep, this is it. This is right to the, you know, so sometimes it takes a bit because your head Doesn't can it? be so full. Yeah. And then you go, no, no, this was the right thing to do. And I got back and I, I was thinking, oh, I'd love to go a wild swim. Um, <laughs> yes. But I don't live on by the beach. Uh, so <laughs> I jumped in the shower and I did a Wim Hof breathing oh, with the cold water, just a quickie. Because uh, were you in get... ice cold water? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I had a hot shower first, washed all my hair. Yeah. Then I did uh, ice cold, and then I finished off with a warmer. I don't know if that's that the way. That is amazing. Yeah, you can do hot cold, hot cold. I'm sure you can. I think are you best yeah. to end with hot to warm I your body up from the so. shot? I remember doing that in a spa in Italy, and they had like a succession of showers that went hot cold, hot cold, and you step in these like stone. I think you've you done something I love similar. It. I love all that stuff. I'm sure it ended in hot because you could hear me screaming when <laughs> <laughs> it was cold. I was like, no. But yeah, that's I can it's really good for your skin as well, having cold showers. Oh, so invigorating. I yeah. just I love Oh, it's why is it good for your skin having cold showers? I honestly I can tell you the scientific reasons but I just I remember reading up on it saying it's really good for your skin and I can vouch that because I had for reason cold showers in South America and my skin was amazing really? yeah it might have been that the avocados oh. <laughs> I'm not sure. 
but yeah it's very good for your skin we'll have to read up on that yeah I uh, I just love it I just feel like and sometimes it's hard but you know once you push through and you dive in that lake or in that ocean or under the shower (laughs) this is me saying you can fit it in it's almost like I'm a wild swimming ambassador now Um, but (laughs) it's like you can still get that cold water immersion you know I've I've gone in the paddling pool when I've got home because it's just something about nature and then having that for me I just love it yeah yeah there's definitely a lot of people that have followed on Instagram and very similar minded people that are really into just while swimming mm-hmm. or just getting in the lake and there's a, a lady of mine who we actually have mutual friends um, and recently I saw a shot of her um, out with her son just the two of them they had made a fire oh. and they were out not far from here out swimming in, in the river Oh. I'm just like I love that. That's an amazing tear. It's oh. just like, and she's a beautician by trade. No way. So it's kind of an unexpected connection yeah. between two. But anyone can do it. Oh, you don't have to be a, a sort of stereotypically outdoorsy person to do outdoorsy yeah. stuff. Stereotypes can really hold us back okay. because we yeah. we put ourselves in boxes so that you, for a perfect example, beautician. So I work, I do all this sort of stuff. So no, I'm not going to go outside and I'm going to sit in and read magazines and all these silly boxes we put people in, right? Right, 100%. And it's absolute nonsense. Like we are all humans. That is one label we are allowed to use. We are humans um, and humans need to be outside as well as inside, you know, it's balance, but um, we need to move. We need to be kind to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if I say we need to be in the water, but I, that's my feeling. <laughs> <laughs> the water is everything. <laughs> I'm in water, baby. <laughs> we need to look at the trees. So what else do we need to do? <laughs> it's true. I mean, this, you're talk, talking about self-care. It's become a very kind of chic thing to talk mm-hmm. about now. What does it really mean? Mm-hmm. Are you looking at, you know, I guess some people would say, oh, putting a face mask on and that's self Fair enough, it can be. But mm. it can be literally going for a walk in the forest. Yeah. It's just as much about self-care yeah. and winding down and taking time out to chill and disconnect as much as it would be having 20 minutes in the bath. I know, I know. It's what brings you to that place of joy where you feel at peace. Totally, you know, that's what like, it is. Really, you feel calm. So, would you say your thing, your joy, your peace, is predominantly exercise outside, or? Yeah, if not, I mean, if not doing like a hardcore workout, then mm-hmm. definitely getting out and just. And it, do you know it's kind of just morphed into that really the last couple of years. So my life has been so hectic. I'm sure loads of people can relate. You've just got so many plates to juggle. Mm-hmm. I just love going out where there's no crowds. Yeah. And just really love just being out, chilling, letting my boy explore things, and yeah. just just having like one to one where he's not getting distracted, and mm-hmm. that just gives me so much joy. Yeah, there's so many distractions. It's almost like we've become really good at distracting ourselves from mm-hmm. getting to know ourselves and mm-hmm. then knowing what we need and knowing what's important and. If we were to strip it back and say, right, the world's going to end next week, sustainability, you know, it's terrifying. I try, we we speak about the news next because I know we both kind of try and detox from it, don't we? Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) But, you know, having that time to just think, right, what, what, bring it back to joy, bring it back to what makes me feel good. You know, stop distracting herself with the nonsense, sort of filtering through the noise, you know, and knowing what we, going into and what we step back from yeah i mean when you were a kid were you out doing like multi-million things at the same time no you were out just chilling enjoying time passing Mm -hmm. and as adults that becomes a real struggle of course we have responsibilities um but if you home it back to what it was like being a kid where you were truly just chilling out happy and peaceful free yeah you were free exactly so that can be whatever form you want that to be just go out and do it. You feel so much better for it. Yeah, it's like we sort of we put all this guilt on. And no, but I don't have time. I have to do this and I have to do that. And yeah. your job lists are never gonna go away. Yeah. There's always going to be something. And I guess part of that is being kind to yourself because we we worry about being judged. Perhaps. Well, why? What are people going to think about the fact that I did that instead of 
you know, or it's hard, isn't it? So much pressure on us now more than ever. That's how I feel anyway. We need to drop it. So much pressure. Yeah. So you've probably noticed I've taken a step back from social media recently because I was really just wanting to focus on the business. My client base was growing so much and it's more about them than it is about me. And so I've taken a step back for that. And that was a really good decision because I knew, like you were saying, where's the priority? Mm-hmm. It's not about nice, pretty photographs and stuff like that. It's about just... yeah getting the foundation right and um, focusing on my boy a bit more. He's had a, a bit of a tricky time recently and she saw some posts and I just just wanted to get him immersed in some more fun things. So he's doing parkour at the moment and he's going to do parkour in another location and just do more mountain biking and really? things like that. Yeah. So important. So important. Yeah, it's hard. Good for you though for taking a step back. Yeah, it can be quite a difficult thing because I'm kind of—I'm sure you're the same. It's like being submerged in this world sometimes, mm-hmm. and I've made some amazing connections, great friends out of this. But at the same time, uh, there has to be a balance. Something's got to give. Mm-hmm. It can't be absolutely everything. That can vary in the day. So mm-hmm. depending on what you're going through in the day, don't, don't be so hard on yourself. If you've got a million things to do, just let something slide. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a list? Do you do a to do list or do you just sometimes. Yeah. Some weeks. Um yeah, would you recommend? What's your thoughts on it? I the only I'm fiercely organised because I have to be. Uh-huh. So in terms of lists, I only think <laughs> if I don't do it there and then I'll forget. Yeah. So I'm one of those people that I'm like, Can you wait five minutes? I need to just yeah. get this done. Um if I have some sort of I don't know, house admin or whatever, I probably will put that on a list. But the only ways I can really keep organised is I look after my sleep. Mm-hmm. I eat um, I eat really healthily, as healthy as I can be. But the sleep is the thing that I've really honed in on the last year. Mm-hmm. And I know if I've slept less than eight hours, man, do I feel bad. I just can't function. It's funny, isn't it? We need our sleep and it yeah. impacts everything. Everything. How we are, how we handle feedback. Yeah, just processing information if I don't have sleep then I'm not an organized computer up here I just mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. so yeah sleep is the thing and um you know I'm the uncool mom on the street my son gets pulled in first but then because I prioritize his sleep I've looked at for his age how much how many hours he needs mm-hmm. and he, he no he's compliant he'll go to bed at the time he's supposed to um, so how long because my seven-year-old is formal and she hates sleeping yeah. How long are they meant to sleep, do you reckon? Um, I looked at the NHS website. I think he has to go to bed around about 8 o'clock uh-huh. and he's 7. And he'll get up about 7 in the morning-ish. Right. So, so that's probably... Oh, he's gone about nine half nine and she'll get up sometimes at 6 a.m. Yeah, that's tricky. And do you notice worrying. a difference in her behaviour sometimes? Sometimes she can be quite moody. Um, yeah. Not moody, like, it, she'll she'll get angry. Okay. But I, I think it's just because she's such a determined, and I was this way too, so I'm trying to say to her, Bonnie, like, please. But then sometimes she will get a good night's sleep, but she likes to meditate with me before bed. Love that. Um, which I do like to do, but then sometimes it's hard because I was... I'm like, this could be ideal writing time. You know, we've had our time now, nine o'clock, really. I yeah. don't, I shouldn't be having, I, I don't need to be a mum at this time. You know, you should be asleep. This uh-huh. is my time now uh-huh. to try and, yeah. I mean, it's, it's easier when they're in school, but still there's never enough hours in the day if you want to exercise and you want to make progress. And, and someone was saying the other day, so how's your second book? And I was like, it's nearly there. I just would really like to go to a hotel for two days on my own with no interruptions. And he was like, Joe, just get it done. Yeah. This is a, a successful author friend, um, Gavin Oates, who was on the podcast. I love him to bits. Um, but he's I hear like, he Joe, likes cold showers as well. Does he? <laughs> oh, I need to ask. Did he maybe, say that on his thing? Maybe, maybe I'm thinking the wrong person. Gavin Oates. There's a few Gavins. There's Gavin Bell as well. It might well be him. Um, I'll need to check. But he, uh, <laughs> he was lovely. But he was like, Joe, just get it done. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, he's right. Just get it done. Get it done. So the past sort of few days have been like, just, I've heard his words, just get it done. So it's like, when there's time, just go for it. That's it. It's surrounding yourself with the right people that do give you that support. And Mm -hmm. if it is in that form of just get it done and you need that, Uh then that's what, that's the perfect thing that you need. Mm -hmm. That's what I feel like I am for so many people that are, that I'm working for is I'm that little voice 
on the end of WhatsApp or through my app saying, just get it done. Yes. Yeah. I'm exactly the same. And it can, some, you know, some people like tough love. Some people are a slightly, like, a bit softer. There is definitely a client of mine who really likes me just being like, right, you're going to be doing this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And she loves them. That's what she wants because she's so busy. Mm-hmm. She's like, I just need you to tell me what to do. Tell me, yeah. Just tell me. And that's it. You need that voice. And that is so interesting that you brought up, like, having to go take a couple of days. I saw recently... Um, Michelle from Embrace Social Media put up something about I just need to go away for a couple of days and just get all my work done. And there was like a line of comments from other working mums going, I need to do the same, I need to do the same. I was like, this is is a thing that Uh people are like now thinking about going away to get that done because it kind of falls to the side when you've got other things like being mum. Like you've got all those hours where you're kids are needing your attention so it's so so hard and it's just it's getting that balance but and it's focusing on like what is my priority Mm because for me it was like this book is my priority now just to get it done I'm so close I'm so excited about it I'm like I need to focus Mm -hmm. but then it could be like oh it'd be so easy though just to take on that project and do this and do that so it's learning to say no to things as well completely agree I've been doing a lot of that recently just Mm -hmm. saying no but not feeling guilty about it because Mm -hmm. I'm such a natural yes person yeah so many of us are though you know it's quite hard to be like no but then I say maybe no not just now but can Mm -hmm. we like rain check in like a month Mm -hmm. like I have generally a meeting scheduled for like four weeks time because Mm -hmm. that's where I feel like I will be at my best but Mm -hmm. I'm just preparing for that yeah um and there's no shame in that yeah. just finding the right balance but in terms of being organised about it write it down mm-hmm. if it's on your phone your iPad a diary calendar whatever you have having it there where you can physically see it mm-hmm. will just help you process all the things that you have to do so in my lounge I'll take a photo and send it to you later I have a calendar of my like to do stuff taking out the bins like mm-hmm. when do I need to take out the green bin and the grey one like because I'll just I'll forget yeah. then I have my fitness regime on the other side mm-hmm. so it's like writing that down yeah. I know I'm going to do arms and abs on a Wednesday and I'm going to commit to that and in that session I will be fully submerged in that session so but, do you go to the gym for those type of sessions or what do you do no I stay at home I have my own garage that's converted into a gym Great. which is awesome and I actually bring some clients out there if it does if the weather is absolutely mental uh-huh. and it's just too much uh-huh. I say alternative is my garage I love it and I go okay cool let's go so um for example tonight I'll be training two people in my garage wow um, which is just, it's a great kind of backup. Otherwise, it will be Arthur Seat, the Meadows, Blackford Hill, like just anywhere. Portobello Beach, which is an amazing session, and there was no wind, and the sun was just insanely beautiful. And all of my clients, there was four of them that day, were like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. They felt so excited that they were there, and just we went to a cafe nearby afterwards and it was just the perfect Sunday for them. Oh. I mean, obviously you're going to get days where like the weather is insane mm-hmm. and I have done some crazy sessions in the rain, but that's part of, of the, of this sort of experience mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. you're going to go out thinking there's no way on earth I'll be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Then you've done a fitness session. that's quite intense. Mm-hmm. Not like that, but you're doing it in the rain. It just gives you so much confidence. It does, that you can do that. I remember running through the hail when I was training for a a running event and just thinking, I had tiny shorts on and it was ice drops. It was April or something. When you get home and you're like, I did it. Yeah. Like a drowned rat. Yeah. I did it. I did it. That's strength right there. Yeah, 100%. I just think there's so much you can get from being outdoors and there's ways around incorporating some form of fitness if you're really busy now i put a post up a couple of days ago five top tips of finding a way for fitness and mm-hmm. they all happen to be free so head onto my page and have a look Amazing. at the tips that I've, I've got up there but you know it might not suit everyone if, if there is a a crux in the plan message me and we'll find a way yeah, <laughs> okay? I love that. because everyone's different I can't there's no way I can set up a plan for everyone yeah. but the one thing that has worked is the calendar write right. it down yeah you don't have to adhere to it um 
it's not like set in stone, things can happen, emergencies, life, uh-huh. but writing it down yeah. makes you feel like you're a little bit more accountable. It does help, doesn't it? And it then physically shows you the time that you have. Yeah, and it's that, it's going from, you know, we, we have these labels like I'm the chaotic one, it's just the way I am. Well, actually, no, you don't have to be, you don't yeah. have to carry that anymore. You can sit on a Sunday and go, right, when am I going to fit in my working out this week, even if it's like a 15-minute power run? Totally. Um, when am I going to, like... What am I going to eat these days? If I'm home, like, how can I eat food that's going to really fuel me and make me feel good? Can I batch cook today? Can I do that? I mean, do you have, because would you agree it's kind of uh, like diets or what is it? Lose weight in the kitchen, get fit in the gym. Yeah, I agree with that. In fact, I heard, um, I listened to one of your podcasts with with Michael. Yeah. Talking about food and I I couldn't agree more with everything you're talking about. It's basically, I feel like, the workout, the hardcore fitness, the running, whatever it is, that's 25% of the job. The mm-hmm. rest of it is try not to be stressed out, really sleep. It's mm-hmm. so important. Dr. Matthew Walker is someone that I really am interested in, in all the research that he's done. Mm-hmm. And if you, he even put the start of his book, if you fall asleep to the reading this, is exactly what I wanted. Oh, I love that. I love so, it. <laughs> Dr. Matthew Walker, you can find his podcast on on. TEDx and stuff like that. He's an amazing person to listen to about sleep and how important it is. Good. And food. Food and water. Uh-huh. Like, it's just really, they're key. I call them like the five pillars of health. Okay. So it's stretching every day if you can. Right, five I need to do more of that. Yeah, do you know, I'm the same. I'm like that typical runner that's like, it's terrible. I, but I really tried, really tried to stretch. So stretching, staying hydrated, um, sleeping eating whole food and staying active. Those are the things that I talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. And the food section, I'm sure everyone knows about it. It's not really your five a day now, it's probably more seven. Mm-hmm. But it's just the more colour you have on your plate, yeah. the more benefits you're going to get from it. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel physically happy looking mm-hmm. at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just being really varied and experiment. Mm-hmm. Personally, how I deal with it is I food prep. So it's batch cooking mm-hmm. and I've got it down to a tea where I've got four different things going on at the same time uh-huh. sounds mental yeah but no it's but it works, works and it means that Monday to Friday when I have to get up early and grab my food I literally go to the fridge grab everything mm. I need and I'm not stressed and when I come home I grab and preheat again and then that's it there's no going to the supermarket five times in the mm. week there's none of that yeah. I just buy what I need there's no food wastage yeah I love that yeah that, that just... is really powerful um do you have do you rotate the meals or do you have a few yes. staple things you make I do yes so there's a couple of things that I'll make and I'll put half of them in the freezer. Then when I make the next batch, mm-hmm. then I can mix and match. Ah, I love it. Yeah. So I can do typical curries, things like that. I probably eat a lot of quinoa. I didn't realise how much I ate until my partner pointed it out. And I was like, okay, maybe eat a lot of quinoa. Um, but a lot of different varied greens as well. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like one pot stuff. is good enough for me. And then I mix it with either just fresh veg or roasted veg or a salad and it's pretty simple actually but quinoa I've tried before is there a yeah. knack to cooking it yeah so you have to have it in cold water first mm-hmm. it's kind of like rice I guess mm-hmm. and um, I always do the tricolour quinoa you can get it from Aussie it's like a pound or something uh-huh. and you get a lot out of it uh-huh. um, and sometimes I put it in my porridge uh-huh. I've got a recipe as well um, for quinoa chocolate porridge with pistachios. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's really good. You mix the porridge with the, o- the oats yeah, you with can the quinoa. Do, yeah, you can do. And I also would put a bit of grated courgette in it, which sounds a bit mental. Oh, no, I'm not for but, all that. But it's like, it's an American thing, oats. Do you put oats with your quinoa? Yeah, yeah, I do. I mix it up a bit. So I, I pre-cook the quinoa, though. Uh-huh. So when you're heating up your porridge oats, you just fling them in at the end of the minute and warm them up. So would you do a big, would you cook a big batch of quinoa yeah. and have it in a tub yeah. ready yeah. cooked yeah. that you can just, because I've been getting the bags of rice, but the microwavable ones. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, although they do come in plastic packaging and I'm, I'm thinking about everything now, yeah. but um, you know what, they're really handy because you could get like a wholemeal rice yeah. and then you can do it in the microwave and then I can mix it like, so that takes a minute for my lunch. Okay. I've not had time to make soup. And I yeah. mix it in a bowl with like avocado, like, well, any veg, you know, chop yeah. it all up. 
Try not to add cheese. Um, and <laughs> honestly, <laughs> see the difference though. See, I've been doing it for about a month there. All my clothes are looser already. And I was like, if I could keep this up, because it feels good, it's tasty, it's easy, it's quick. Yeah. But I was thinking, yeah. I wonder if I could do that with quinoa as well then. So you could cook all the quinoa and then keep it yeah. in a bowl keep and then it in the fridge. do that. And, and it lasts a week, definitely. Does it? it does right. last a long time, especially if you do a tricolour one. It seems just kind of like brown rice it will last a bit longer mm. um and yeah it will i'll have that pretty much most of the time with just on the side there's a really great pre-made and very and trust me i read all the ingredients on the side and now there's a red pepper dip that they have with um cashew nuts inside which nice. is really nice i'll just pull on the side just to or give hummus. it something you need a little something, something sometimes you know yeah, just because to... it's like rice it's it's just it's very nutty it's, it's a south american grain so i used to have a lot in south america uh-huh. it's from predominantly the Andean mountain area um and it's just come over here it's very cool to, to eat quinoa now but um, and i do i did get a lot of stick for it because it's quinoa why is know. it it's just it's some it's comedian or something is joked about yeah, it yeah probably and i'm like oh quinoa but um I, I love it it's actually great for you it's, there's so many benefits to it um and so yeah it will put it in my porridge and people think i'm mental but um it works and i feel great having all of that in there and i'm i pretty much have porridge religiously every day uh, with oat milk, my son has it with cow's milk and oat milk, and I'll just decorate with whatever I feel like that like day. Seeds, so, figs. Yeah. Um, yes, like seeds juice, some nice figs. Spice, I was apples. Gonna... Oh, nice one. do you cook that separate and have a yes, batch? Yes, and that's really good for your intestines. Having stewed apples, it's just really if you've got something called like a leaky gut or something. Mm-hmm having that can really line your stomach so stewed apples but i put a bit of spice in there just to jazz it up so you don't put sugar in it then oh no there's there's like i would say i have i don't have any refined sugar in my house but i do have coconut sugar maple and honey okay that's what we have in the house so in the apples would you put like cinnamon what would you yeah cinnamon nutmeg is what i put in uh-huh. And that's that's honestly that's all it needs because when you stew apples, they're uh-huh. so sweet anyway. Right. So you've got so sweet. So you kind of it's kind of like an apple jam that you put on top of your porridge. Oh, it's great. Oh, so you would just stew them with no oil or no Nothing. butter. Doesn't or no need sugar. any of that. No, really low heat. Uh-huh. It a push. You could put a bit of coconut oil in, but it doesn't need anything. And I put the skins in as well. And then oh. after that, I then blitz it in the blender. Oh. That's it. So do you just cook it on a pan in the hot? Yeah. That sounds yeah. lovely. Non-stick pan probably would be better. So you yeah. could do that with plums. You could, although you've got the stones yeah. with the plums, it can be a bit of a faff. You can do it with rhubarb. Uh, yeah, I can imagine you could do with all of that and just have that on a... What I do is for my... Every day I have coconut yogurt. It's by Coco. Uh-huh. It's the only milk alternative yogurt that has no sugar inside of it. Oh, really? Because Alpro, its second ingredient is sugar, and I just don't agree with putting loads of sugar in something that is deemed supposed to be a health product. Where do you get by Coco, then? Coco, you can get from Morrison, Sainsbury's. It's K-O-K-O. I absolutely love them, and it's so creamy and so sweet. I can't believe how sweet they can make this. Really? And it's just natural product and it's cheap compared to other companies that are out there doing milk alternatives. Tesco do it. I'm sure they would. Typical Tesco. Yeah, I can imagine they would. So what I do is I get my berries and I I put I put them on the pan, um, mixed berries and I put a tiny bit of maple or honey inside and let that sort of stew in itself. Mm -hmm. Um, Then that start when it starts to harden, it becomes kind of like a jam and I put chai seeds in. That's the first layer and I top it with cocoa. Oh. yogurt and that's my sweet thing that I could grab oh. whenever I feel like I'm having a bit of a oh I need something I love I'll that. Just grab that oh that sounds nice one pot of cocoa will last me five tubs so that's five lunches so you have that as a kind of like post lunch thing right okay. or in the evening I'll have mm-hmm. um maybe a yeah one of those little tubs that I make but I have them, so then one I know what I'm putting in, mm-hmm. and I know and I know how long it's going to last. Mm-hmm. And so there's like, on a Saturday, my fridge is really sad. It's very very empty oh. because I don't have anything there that I don't use. Mm-hmm. Everything inside there's what I have. So in terms of organisation, that is a big part of it. I love it. Big part, but so it do takes you eat out bit. on the weekend at all to mix we it up. We hardly eat out. Yeah. Um, if we do, it'll probably be a sort of special thing only because. Growing up, being a lifelong veggie, mm-hmm. 
if there was an option, it wouldn't even be an option. It would be one thing. Yeah, so it put you off. And it was just like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, it's not really that exciting. I did eat somewhere recently, Hemingway's, which was brilliant. If you're veggie, mm-hmm. there is at least six options on there for you to choose from. That's, That's what I call a menu if you're vegetarian. Yeah, So it's really exciting choice. now. Yeah, so I probably would go somewhere back like there or maybe El Cartel. Uh-huh. Wagamama yeah. maybe. Someone that has lots of options for me personally. Uh-huh. Uh, for my partner, he'll do anything. Um, and same with my son. He'll, he'll actually pretty much eat anything. Probably challenging on veg now. Um, but yeah, personally, we just don't really eat out because we'll probably save our money to go on a trip. Yeah. Or go somewhere. Oh, it sounds amazing. Yeah. So in terms of organising... Food is a big part of it. It's a really big part of it. How you can fit that into your life is a big question. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's life is different. Um, and there's no and I hardly talk about food actually because I don't want to put my routine onto someone else because yeah. it might not work for them. I get frustrated about that. Um, but I certainly include that as an everyday commitment. Mm-hmm. It's everyday commitment and it took a long journey. So for I, I've ended up going properly, properly sugar free um when I found a book called Supercharged and it was pretty much like a four month process where you slowly wean yourself off certain foods mm. to I would say it's kind of like a detox. Um for me it wasn't sustainable. However I've never, my brain's never been so clear. Wow. My skin was fantastic. I felt so much energy. And it, was, it was from when I woke up to the end of the day, there was no peaks and troughs, wow. but it took a lot of commitment, a lot of preparation. Um, and I, it took, I think it took six months out of it and I did that, but I, did, I couldn't sustain it. Um, but I have taken a huge chunk of that and kept going with it. Wow. So whole sugar sugar free it's for me impossible yeah um but i have done other alternatives and it is and it's worked um definitely and i feel like i don't have a sweet tooth anymore i'm not having massive cravings i'm not having headaches anymore um mm. same with being caffeine free mm-hmm. uh stopped drinking caffeine but five years ago mm-hmm. i was just drinking too much when my son was a little boy yeah. a baby and i was just like hooked on it and just to get you through to give you that energy yeah totally but now it's just i feel like my energy is a good level mm-hmm. but it's like i'm not feeling totally zonked by the end of the day and a huge part of that is staying hydrated and doing these little tweaks here and there but that's just that works for me why do we get sugar so, cravings oh gosh because you need the energy we're work an energy system we mm-hmm. have lots of different energies you energy for your brain, for emotional side of things, physically to move your body. And sometimes you need that boost. Uh Um, To give yourself the right fuel is the question you should be asking. What can I do to fuel myself that will make me, give me the best energy Mm -hmm. out of that? Rather than the association of a chocolate bar that is a comfort Totally. So I've got a tip for that. Uh I... I have a, like a massive craving, like I love sugar in general, I've just got a sweet tooth. Um, so I have alternative bakes to your chocolate bar. Mm-hmm. So I make like a peanut butter Snickers style mm-hmm. caramel, I should have brought you some, I'll have that into my head, um, which is an absolute winner for everyone, it's made out of dates. Oh, like yeah. Peanut butter and coconut oil and raw cacao and it tastes just like a Snickers bar no and I have it in the freezer in tiny little chunks if I'm really wanting something with a, like a decaf espresso or something uh-huh. I'll just take it out it'll thaw in five minutes uh-huh. and I've got something and that's that kind of chewy yummy chocolate yeah. nutty kind but of then thing. I don't feel guilty that I'm uh-huh. eating it's dates it's you good know. for you yeah yeah it's really so there good. are like little kind of tricks or just smother some sort of hazelnut spread with like um Rock a cow mixed in together on a rice cake. Wow, that's amazing! Oh, nice. Just all these little things. You can you can literally go into Google and YouTube and look for alternative bakes and stuff. Yeah. To, so you don't have to grab that chocolate I bar. I know, <laughs> and it is just changing the the habits that we pick up and challenging them and saying there are other things that we can do. We don't have to constantly, you know. No, exactly. Everyone's different. So that's why I always say to my clients that come to me, what really gets your 
heart pumping? What do you absolutely love to do? Mm-hmm. Why are you not doing that anymore? Yeah. How's your life looking? Uh-huh. It's not really just coming to me just for a fitness session. It's more than that. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking at what can work for different people. It's, it's really important. Then looking at that as your life as a whole, how can you fit your fitness session in? Mm-hmm. What sort of tips and things could we be slightly changing about your diet, your hydration? It's the one thing I constantly talk about. I'm sure my, my clients are sick to death of me talking about water. Um, Having a big drink now. Yes, go for it. And it, it's just all these aspects that I think are really, they all sort of start to, they're all connected and they all start to fall into place. Now, I had someone that came to me at the very beginning um, who was an office worker mm-hmm. and she was quite like I'm really intrigued by these outdoor workouts that you do um, and she gave me a great testimony talking about she cannot believe that she's not done this already mm-hmm. and that she was so sucked into the world mm-hmm. of just going to work coming back and that was it and it was just like really kind of boring and mundane mm-hmm. now she's out in the elements she's doing things with her body she never thought she'd be able to do it at this stage and I'm so proud of her that when she first came to me, she couldn't do two push-ups. Now she's doing decline push-ups, which are quite tricky when your feet are raised. Wow, oh my goodness. And she is like, her posture is better. She's yeah. feeling better. She's sleeping better. Because she's making the effort and she's paying for that, mm-hmm. she's then investing in the food and the sleep and it's all coming together. Yeah, it's so and important. It's so important. So do you do a mix of what sort of, what's your typical workout session with someone outdoors? So it depends on the person's ability, but it comes into a format of there's two circuits. Within each circuit is a couple of of exercises, no more than four. Mm -hmm. And you've got high reps. So it's a mix of cardio and resistance training. So Mm -hmm. we can be using free weights, resistance bands. We'll be using our environment. Mm -hmm. So if I see a bench, you'll be on that bench. You'll be using that bench for box jumps, for decline push-ups, for shoulder taps, whatever we can use. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes I'm getting the resistance band around a tree and we're using that for doing whatever we can think of. Um, That will last seven minutes. Mm -hmm. So it's about breaking it down mm-hmm. i'm giving you something like a really simple example 40 mountain climbers mm-hmm. if i said to you okay today we're going to do 300 mountain climbers you'd mm-hmm. be like no thanks yeah but then if i break it down to four circuits and in one circuit you've got 40 that's achievable yeah and you go at your own pace mm-hmm. and then once you've done that seven minutes or 30 second one minute break and then we're on to circuit two yeah it's just bam 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 but there's something yeah. quite empowering about doing it outside. Totally. It's about getting that vitamin D. Yeah. Um, research has shown that there's connections between being slightly overweight and the lack of vitamin D going yeah. on there. Um, there's so many health benefits. It helps with um, mental health, being outdoors. Mm-hmm. And also just, like I, I touched on before, it's sensory experiences. We could become so desensitised mm-hmm. in our modern world. We're so... You could be sitting in a room and everyone's on their phone, not communicating, talking, and just everything becomes as if a bubble. Mm-hmm. When you're outdoors, you're really aware of your environment, mm-hmm. really aware of what's going on, the weather, how you're feeling, how you can push your body in an environment that you're made for. We're made to be outdoors. So it's just reconnecting with that. And it's great seeing the the kind of role and effects from people that come to me. And it's not always about being outdoors. Of course, you can be out, you know, at the gym, whatever works for you. Um, But I just think being outdoors, there's so many benefits that we don't really think is a priority anymore. Mm -hmm. And they should. I know it's funny. I really, I feel as each year goes on, I just love being outside even more. Do you? Yeah, yeah. What benefits do you think you get from being outdoors? Just the fresh air, nature, the sort of spiritual yeah. sense that there's yeah. so much more than just us. Uh, looking up at the sky. Yeah. Uh, mindfulness. We do a lot of that in mindfulness. Um, being feeling connected, grounded. Uh, yeah. feeling like we are all one we are all one we're all connected but we uh, it's very easy to just become focused on stuff that doesn't yeah. really matter yeah. at the end of the day yeah. you know so it, yeah. look up you know the bigger picture totally um, I just think in so many senses it just it's a little bit of me and all of us but we just need to find the way and the time yeah I and, agree and we can you. always find it as you say we can always find it and I, I hear myself when I'm making excuses I was going to get a tattoo actually I, I like I'm big on mantras 
Uh, and if something, if I really believe something enough, and I don't regret any of my tattoos because they all really mean something to mm -hmm. me. Um, so I thought I'd just get a little mantra just to remind me on those days that I'm like, I have no time. And uh, as long as I can be, you know, get back up again and, and go. Because as well, it can be a trigger. If I'm not exercising, if I've got a virus or something, my anger levels, my temper's not as, you know, we all have anger. Yeah, yeah. It's natural to feel anger. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. Sometimes it can really um, uh, be great for um, a force of change and we can, we can use our anger. But when it mixes with the ego, it can really clash. And I think for me, if I, as you say, if you're not sleeping enough, if I'm not got the balance right, or if I'm not exercising, and a lot of people will say it really impacts their, how they deal with anger. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting when you, you look at your life as a whole, do you really prioritize yourself enough? Mm. That's probably something that you've been questioning a lot in mm. the last couple of years. Are you really, really looking after yourself? Mm. And you tend to find there's a million other things that come in first. And like you say, they're not really worth it. Mm. And you're at the bottom of the pile. Mm. Why? Why do that to yourself? Start putting yourself first. Don't feel guilty about mm. going out and doing exercise. Yes, um, you're a mom or a parent or... But then you need it more when you're alone. To. You've got to. You need it more. It's so important. I, I found a real passion when I was in the early days when I had my second because, you know, I had a, a two-year-old and a baby, a newborn, and I was yeah. he was feeding constantly, and I was that's my sanity. Like those runs were my headspace. Yeah. And then people say, "Oh, selfish mum going out running." How, you expect the 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 hubs or whoever to pick up the pieces yeah mm. because if they don't i'm gonna crack absolutely and it's really really important and in society it takes so little to be a crap mum mm. why do we do that to, to us it's just and it takes you know and it takes so little to be an amazing dad which is awesome but mm. the the pressure that we put on mums oh i know why it's like, insane and it will i mean we're making good noise about it you know and my first book chapter three is shut it perfect mom and it, it challenges and the amount of people that wrote to me to say crap i'm perfect mama here <laughs> or <laughs> you know the others to say i'm so glad that i'm not the only one feeling this way because you look at parents and we may, our mind is wired to judge we all judge but it takes practice to judge less it's it's like a muscle that you have to use and rather than judge i like curious like i'm curious about why you're feeling that way yeah rather than yeah oh you're just uh, i'm curious why that is and compassion but that i think for me that mindfulness empathy compassion skills we should be teaching our kids you know totally. the teaching in denmark now the teaching kids em empathy um i saw your post about oh, that just so exciting it's, it's so important because it molds a perspective in children that's really important for the culture of our future society and leaders yeah you know oh, we need yeah. more leaders with empathy and we need yes, more we leaders that are self-aware and we need more leaders that are kind and less ego and I've been there, you know, I, I talk about in my next book about times that I've led and the egos, the balance hasn't been right and how I've got that balance back again. And yeah. it's so important yeah. to, to lead that way because I thought it was a song I was singing this morning um, about never um, having enough love. Uh, I was like, I need to stick that quote in. Uh, well, what the world needs now is love sweet love it's the only thing that's just too little love you know songs so just true. pop into my mind and i'm like yep i'm feeling you yeah i'm vibing so over you um oh it's been so good this hour is absolutely flown by and yes. I, I feel like it's really going to help a lot of people so thank you for your honesty and yeah. all your great tips and um, where's the best place for people to contact you? Find me on Instagram, The Explore More Mum, or you can Google me, The Explore More Mum. Mm -hmm. And my website, The Explore More Mum. <laughs> it's pretty simple. <laughs> Just find me on there. Um, I'm probably the most active on Instagram. And... Um, on my website, actually, there's a live chat. So if you want to just drop me a message on there, I will be able to message you back instantly. Oh, amazing. It's amazing what we can do. Yeah. Unless you'll be charging on a mountain. 
It's quite tricky. Mm-hmm. It's quite tricky. I say iPhones are terrible. Oh, <laughs> for no. <that>. Might change. <laughs> something else. But yeah, I will endeavour to get back as quick as I can. And uh, yeah, you'll find me on there. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank Tell you. me about the song you want us to Oh, can I play this? Right, I'm going to... Because I can't remember the name of it. I'm excited. I always love... I, I think what I need to do is make a podcast playlist with oh, all my yes, favourites. That would be awesome. Because this song has been in my head for days and it won't leave me. And it's just because it's got a really great bass and we've got a really good subwoofer in the house. You've probably heard it. Have you heard this song before? I feel like I have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sensitive machine, myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who is this? Medusa. Oh, yeah. Featuring Good Boy. It's a great tune to run to. Oh, yes. Yeah. Take him down, down, down. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna shazam it. <laughs> I just like a tune that um drops a beat. <laughs> My camera's through, Daniel. So start at the beginning. Here we go. Piece of your love, a piece of your heart. Up to get him down, down, down. What an absolute queen. Ash, you're amazing. I had so much fun. We were raving. Oh, we were raving in the kitchen. And it was so good. Um, really inspired. So I would love to arrange a wild swim for those of you that are local. It's cold now. Um, if you're a bit wary, then a wetsuit might be good because it is Baltic and you have to be careful. But I would love to, you know, get out there. Um, get comfortable feeling uncomfortable so drop me a message you can contact me at mummyjojoblog at gmail.com or pm me on any of my social channels at jojo fraser mojo if you would like to come along to an outdoor event with ash and i we would love to have you there um, for some mojo injections and um yeah breaking those comfort zones and getting cold and invigorated and just buzzing on the natural pleasures of life so drop me a message guys thank you for tuning in all my love